Hi guys, my name is Joe Cieli Reyes and I'm the creator of Where Are Joe and the Curls. I came up with the name because my friends and family would always ask me, where are you Joe? Joe, where are you? And I decided to incorporate the curls after reflecting on my experience as a Dominican traveler with curly hair in different countries. The purpose of my page and now podcast is to take you around the world via my stories, experiences, and journal entries. So it makes sense that I begin my first episode by sharing with you a journal entry that I wrote after a trip to the Dominican Republic. I will begin by taking it back to a memory that's vividly engraved in my mind. This memory goes back to a sixth grade Josiali. I remember washing my hair the night before But that morning, as my mother lay sleeping in bed, I attempted to style my own hair by applying a huge amount of diez en uno. This will be one of the rare moments that my mother didn't sit me between her laps and scraped my hair's back with a gel and hard brush. Porque el que quiere moño bonito aguanta jalones. She who wants nice hair must endure pain. I walked to school with wet hair on that fine fall morning. I went through most of my classes, and then it was lunchtime. At lunch, a girl who will remain anonymous made fun of my hair. My hair was too wild, too loud, but most importantly, too dry as I didn't apply the right amount of products. Please keep in mind that no matter how much conditioner I would have put on my hair, my hair would not be as nice as it is today because back then we did not have products for curly hair. I remember running to the bathroom before lunch ending. I bent over the sink to soak my hair in water and wishing that I had a scrunchier products that would tame my hair. <laughs> tame my hair. I can now laugh. But let me move on from this moment and tell you about the comments that I received from those close to me when I went natural. I was made fun of. When people felt insecure about themselves, they would bring up my hair as they needed to use my hair as a conversation filler in quiet rooms. People apologized on my behalf for showing up to professional events with curly hair. Let me repeat it. They apologized for me wearing my natural hair to professional events. Or when I was told by a family member that if my child came out black or with 4C hair, to not even think about asking them to do my daughter's hair. Can you imagine how I felt? I had to swallow all the things that I wanted to say. But I didn't lose the power my hair gave me. This power grew bigger because life works in mysterious ways. The same woman who criticized tried to belittle me, and shave my hair were the same women who were now using curly wands, tremendous amount of products, and spent hours trying to curl their straight hair. No, better yet, these same women were not asking me for hair advice. And speaking of straight hair, the audacity, the fucking audacity of people asking me if I ever think about straightening my hair. Do they ever ask women with straight hair if they ever think about curling their boring and tamed hair? But now let me tell you about my curls around the world. Let me begin by saying that the Dominican Republic has been the only country out of 18 countries that I've been to that has shamed me or tried to embarrass me about my hair. Let me tell you about an experience that I had upon arriving to the Santiago de los Caballeros airport. I had just landed, I picked up my luggage, and I was waiting for my documents to be scanned. And the security guard calls me over. I immediately started to panic because I'm like, oh shit, they found drugs or hazardous objects. You know, because that's the shit you think about in an airport. But no, he looks at me straight in my face 
And he asked me, ¿Y tu marido no te dice que te haga el pelo? Does your husband ever tell you to do your hair? <laughs> I wanted to say so much to him, but I just said, one, I don't have a husband. And if my husband were to tell me that, he would no longer have a wife. And two, your wife can only wish to have my hair. Now, let me tell you that I've heard all the jokes in this country from let me see if your hair is flammable to saying that my hair can be used as a mop. I've seen guys desperately attempt to bash my hair as a way of getting with me. It became such a norm that I kind of expect these comments. But what I was not expecting was to be in a club front row center enjoying famous singer Sergio Vargas and for him to turn to me and ask me if I comb my hair even though his head is full of curls. Or when a grown man told me that he would be ashamed to have sex with someone like me because people would think that he didn't have $20 to send me to the salon. Now I share this with you with no hate in my heart for the beauty standards of my country. We have been forced to believe that our nose, our lips, our boobs, and our waist should be a certain way. And if it is not, then we should go to the extremes to obtain it. I have seen my people being brainwashed into thinking that straight hair means perfection. They endure the pain of sitting on hot summer days inside a secadora. But I grew up walking into those salons and knowing that no matter how hard I tried to be one of them, I was made to be different. I love my hair. I love every perfect and imperfect strand. It is my statement piece, and it is one of the main reasons as to why I came up with Where I Join the Curls, as my hair is the main attraction on most trips. I can't explain how exotic it makes me feel being at a club, a restaurant, a beach, or wherever, full of women, and being one of the few, or only, curly-headed women in attendance. But most importantly, it's about the little girls that come up to me and tell me that we have the same hair, or strangers asking for a picture with me, or asking for hair product recommendations. Let me tell you about my most recent hair experience in Jamaica. My friends and I were sitting at the dining room table and the waitress came up to us and told us that Jamaicans would die for our natural hair and how much they spend on wigs to have hair that would look like ours. Or in Peru when someone came up to me and said that they knew that I was a tourist because Peruvians don't have my type of hair. Or the amount of people that came up to me asking me where I was from because they haven't seen such exotic hair. I want to end it by telling you that what someone doesn't accept about you says more about them than it does about you. Learn to love yourself fully. Learn to embrace all of your parts, especially the parts that you have no control over.